it's important that you understand how powerful you really are. It's important that you understand fully that you can become anyone you want. You can become anything you want. You can have anything you like. You can live your life the way you want to live your life. Because you are always in control. You always have the final say-so. You have the liberty to dictate your reality as you see fit. And if you are receptive enough to believe that anything is possible, then your life will be extremely fulfilling and magical and awesome and great. The whole nine. So I'm going to get into um, these topics right now that are concerning uh, like vampires, werewolves, um, maybe X-Men, maybe a particular power or strength or whatever the case may be, or a witch, a sorcerer, okay, um, you name it. And so, again, it's important that you understand how extremely powerful you are. And um, if you do not agree or if you do not believe in the information that I'm going to share with you regarding vampires and werewolves and sorcerers and wizards and the like, if you don't agree, if you don't believe, that's fine. We will not hold it against you. But maybe this podcast is not for you. And so with that said, let's move ahead. Okay. Now, of course, the dying question is, is it possible to really become a vampire? Is it really possible to become a werewolf or be an extremely powerful sorcerer or be a really powerful witch and have these abilities, these magical abilities? These X-Men-like powers and abilities. These gifts. Okay. And so basically. The same way in which. Again you train your body. Like if you go to the gym. And you work out maybe. Five days a week. You take your protein. Um, you get sufficient sleep. You are determined. You are focused. You are motivated. You are inspired. You are driven okay all of these qualities are the makings of a great master and to become extremely powerful and so i want you to understand this before i go any further you cannot become powerful because you already are powerful do you understand let me say that one more time you cannot become powerful because you're already powerful. It's just literally 
a matter of what you decide you want to believe. And then you work towards the very thing you want to become. So a vampire. A person may say, okay, so how do I do it? How can I become a cold skin, extremely fast, extremely strong, telepathic vampire with maybe uh, red eyes? How do I do that? The way you do that is simply like this. The way you see yourself is how other people will see you. The way in which you understand yourself, the attitude in which you have of yourself is the same attitude, the same way in which other people will perceive you. If you look in the mirror or if you visualize yourself or something particular about yourself, let's say your eyes. And you repeat over and over again and you visualize and you understand and you know and you live according to the fact that your eyes are red. And you do this every day and you live according to that. It is not a matter of, well, when my eyes become red. No, it is a matter of it is the fact of the matter of my eyes are red. And I live as if they already are. So you visualize as clear as you possibly can. You visualize yourself having red eyes. You see them red. Perceive yourself as of having red eyes. Understand. No, you have red eyes in the same way you become a vampire. I have cold skin. I am extremely fast. I can move faster than the average human. I'm stronger than the average human. I have exceptional or supreme telepathic abilities. I can read other people's minds. I can use my mind to implant my own thoughts into someone else's mind and force them to do what I want them to do. Okay. These are just a few traits of the vampire. Okay. Cold skin, pale skin, heightened senses. And sometimes with some vampires, depending upon the type of vampire you are, your eyes may not necessarily be red. They may be like a bluish color, maybe a yellowish color, a light red, a dark red, maybe even all black. Okay. It is strictly up to you, but make sure that you are as detailed as possible in the image that you want to become. How tall are you? You are telepathic. Okay. What exactly can you do as a telepathic? Okay. Um, how strong are you? How fast are you? Meaning to say, okay, if you are fast, well, how fast? Can you move faster than the speed of light? Can you move faster than the falling star? Okay. Can you move faster than a car going at full speed? Okay. 
can you move so fast that it looks as if you're teleporting? Okay. Go into as much detail as you possibly can when you are creating yourself, when you want to become the very thing of whatever that may be for you. If it's a werewolf, okay, what do you look like? As a werewolf, how do you look? If you have a particular image of how you want to look, take that image and study it. Look at it. Become that image. Know that you are that particular image of a werewolf. Live as if you already are a werewolf. Honestly, this is how you do it. No one is talking about this because most people don't believe it's possible. This is the type of information that is hidden. It's in the background. At the same time, it is displayed openly, but it's not actually. It is, but it's not. Okay? If you want to become a sorcerer, a witch. Now, it doesn't matter if you are a man or a woman, you can still be a witch. You can still have these ex extremely powerful witch-like powers. The power to control the elements. Um, mental telepathy powers. Telekinetic powers. Okay, shape-shifting powers. Things like that. But go into detail. If you are telepathic, exactly what traits of a telepathic do you particularly are a master of? If it's telekinesis, what objects are you able to utilize your mind to move? Can you move a pencil? Can you move a person? Can you move a truck, a car, a building, an animal, maybe a cup, a gun, a knife, something heavy, something light? What can you move? How powerful are you as a telekinetic? Okay. Even down to practicing your telekinetic abilities. Now, some people may say if you're going to start to practice telekinetic powers to maybe start with something small, something light. Yes, I agree. You can do that or you can just go all out and start with whatever you want. Maybe try a person. Try moving a person. Try moving a cup. Maybe a bottle. Maybe a TV, a table, a chair. It's up to you. Because remember, keep one very, very important fact always at the forefront of your mind, which is we're not human. We are not physical beings. We are spiritual, energetic beings, which means that you can literally become anything you want. You can be anything you want. Because in all actuality, to be completely honest with you, because we are literally direct descendants from God, the almighty, the extremely powerful. Which means that you already possess the telekinetic abilities. You already possess the telepathic abilities. You already possess the teleportation abilities, the shape-shifting, the levitation. You can literally become anything you want because you already have these powers. Why? Because we are not physical, tangible beings. We are energetic, eternal, infinite, spiritual beings.
which means these powers are already within you. So it is honestly just a matter of awakening them so that they become active in your immediate reality that most people would know as the physical realm, even though it does not exist. So make sure you keep that important fact at the forefront of your mind. I am a energetic, extremely powerful being. I am not physical. Therefore, the powers in which I already have, I just need to awaken them so that they can become active. Tell yourself, I am a telepathic. I am a telekinetic. I am a teleporter. I am a witch. I am a sorcerer. I am a vampire. I'm a werewolf. My eyes are this color. My powers or my abilities, my gifts extend to this to this far. I can do this. I can do that. Be very detailed. Be very specific about what you can do. Whether it is, like I said, vampire, werewolf, sorcerer, magician, sorcerer, witch, wizard. Be very, very specific in detail about exactly what can you do? Who are you exactly? What is the type of power you have? What is the extent of your power? Do you understand? If you wish to become, well, excuse me, not wish. If your desire is to have these uh, X-Men like abilities, okay? Don't just say, I have X-Men-like abilities. Okay, be specific in detail. What type of abilities do you have? What is the extent of your abilities? What do you know how to do? Do you have powers like maybe uh, Wolverine, heightened senses, um, regenerative, rapid regeneration, from uh, rapid healing regeneration, okay? Um, is your skeleton made of adamantium? Okay. Or maybe mystique. Are you a shapeshifter? Can you shapeshift into anyone and have their personality and have their voice? Okay. Or maybe you're like, uh, or maybe, uh, I want to say, let's say Magneto. Maybe you have the same abilities that Magneto has. You can manipulate metal, any type of metal. And if you want to take it a step further, you can manipulate even uh, concrete, plastic, wood, um, you name it, aluminum. So, you know, maybe you have, maybe you are a, uh, an upgraded a version of Magneto. So it's not just metal that you can manipulate. You can manipulate plastic and wood, and concrete, aluminum, things of that nature. Okay. Or maybe you want to be something like, uh, let's say, Quicksilver, where you're fast. Where you can literally move at the speed of light, like literally that fast. Where you can go maybe from, let's say, California to Texas in a matter of, honestly, less than a nanosecond. Literally moving that fast. Where it's like, Jesus Christ, wow. Anything is possible. Because remember, not only are we not human, we are energetic beings, but, but we are infinite beings. 
We are spiritual beings. We are formless, shapeless beings. These these abilities already exist within us. They're already there. Awaken them. Strengthen them. You can do anything you want. You can become anyone you want. Spirits do not have limitations. God is not a limitation of being. God is infinite. God is eternal. God is extremely powerful, all-knowing. A full understanding of all. Just like we do. But we only do if you know and believe we do. Because I'm telling you, this particular simulation that we all know as Earth, things are going to be happening. And as a matter of fact, they are already happening. And so if you find yourself unconsciously on a frequency that you are not comfortable with, that you are basically not okay with, you are going to need your powers. Do you understand? You are going to need these abilities so that you are not food for something or someone and so that you are not someone's prisoner and so that you are not the prey and so therefore you can be the hunter instead. Do you understand? You're going to need these abilities. And let me tell you this. You don't need these abilities to protect your family. You need these abilities for yourself. Because you are your family. Your family is an extension of you. They are you and you are them. Do you understand? Yes, it may appear as if, yes, I have a wife and I have kids. Yes. Maybe in in that sense, in that believing as you do. Maybe you do. So then you teach them. And as you as you learn, they learn as your powers awaken, theirs awaken. Do you understand? You're going to need your abilities because I'm going to tell you now, like I've told you before. Your guns. Are not going to do a fucking thing. If you come face to face with something that is literally immune to bullets, immune to pain and injury, what good is a gun if you cannot injure or kill the very thing that is coming after you and it's immune to pain? It is immune to bullets and injury. It feels nothing. So what good is a gun? Why do you have it? Do you understand that we are in a psychological, spiritual, energetic war, not a physical one? This war is not physical. Trust me when I tell you the war that we are fighting is not physical, but honestly, there is no war. Like when Neil asked the little boy about the spoon and he says, well, how do you get the spoon to move? And I'm sure most of you know, the little boy replied and said, well, there is no spoon. Do you understand? 
There is no war, which means there is no spoon. We are extremely powerful beings. I cannot stress that enough. I cannot say that enough. I cannot begin to emphasize that enough. We are extremely powerful beings. Get out of this theory that I'm human with an ethnic background. No, you're not. That's exactly what they want you to believe. That's not what you are. So listen to me. You're going to need your powers. Whatever it is that you are trying to awaken from within, assume that you already are. Let's say it's strength. Let's say you want to have the strength of the man of steel. Then you tell yourself, I'm stronger than the man of steel. My strength is unlimited. The more upset I get, the stronger I get, like the Incredible Hawk. The more angry he gets, the stronger he gets. And when you think about it, that's actually uh, a proven fact. When a person is angry, some of the things that we actually experience is, uh, is called an adrenaline rush. And so, therefore, your pain receptors not necessarily turn off, but they lessen. Because while you're in the heat of a moment, let's say a fight, you may get hit and not even realize that you were hit. Meaning that you may get hit at an impact that normally would slow you down or stop you, or you would say, ah, that hurt. But when you are in the heat of a moment and you get hit, you're just in the heat of a moment. You are literally paying no attention to the impact of the pain or the injury. You're just, you're, you're in the moment and you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. Do you understand? So that actually is a proven fact. Your receptors, they lessen in the sense of pain and they strengthen in the sense of power. You get stronger for some reason. You're able to do certain things for some reason. So why not channel and direct this power, this energy and use it wisely? Now there are, there is a large array of X-Men there are there is a large array of powers and gifts that we can utilize because understand this these marvel comic movies they're not movies to entertain you their goal their objective is not to entertain you it's information they're sharing this information with you to say hey this is who you are so just in case you didn't know we're going to tell you Okay, let's put it to you like this. Take the Bible. Listen to me very carefully. Let's take the Bible. Now, most of you, I'm sure, have either read the Bible or somewhat um, familiar with the Bible. Maybe you know a few scriptures. Maybe you've read a few books out of the Bible. Maybe you've read um, a few stories out of the Bible. But for the most part, most of you are pretty familiar with the Bible. Am I right? Okay. Now, you understand that the Bible has both good stories and bad stories. Good things that happen and bad things that have happened. Now, understand, movies are the same way. Life is the same way. 
And so basically, these movies are just an interpreted, uh, translated, upgraded, enhanced version of the Bible. They're stories about you, about things that have happened, things that are going to happen, and things that have already happened, and things that have been happening. That's what these movies are. Whether it's uh, horror, comedy, drama, suspense, action, you name it. Okay? And then when you see some of these movies that have a label that says, oh, based on a true story, they are all based on a true story. Because movies are literally like the stories in the Bible. Some are good, some are bad. Okay? Some good things have happened, some bad things have happened. And guess what? People read the Bible and people follow the Bible. Do they not? Exactly. Preachers and priests, they hold sermons based on the information in the Bible. Basically, they will give a sermon based on maybe a good story in the Bible or a bad story in the Bible. But you learn a lesson either way. Am I right or am I right or am I wrong? Okay. Same thing with these movies. Now, some of these movies are pretty damn good. And some of these movies are pretty damn devastating and they're horrible and they're sad. And it's like, oh, my God. Wow. But nonetheless, the information is there and you learn something. You get something out of it. You have to understand these movies are not here to entertain you. The end game of these movies are not for entertainment. They're stories. It's information for you to understand. They're basically saying through these movies, they're saying, OK, if you want to know who you are, watch a movie. If you want to know where you've come from, watch a movie. If you want to know the extent, the depth of your power, watch a movie. Do you want to understand what everything actually is? Watch a movie. Seriously. And when you think about it, yes, movies have covered what it seems to be every aspect of life. People getting killed. People have made billions of dollars. People have no money at all, living in poverty. People have these special abilities and powers to world events happening, to spiritual things happening, to physical things happening, to aliens or monsters or beings on other planets, to aliens or monsters and beings on this planet. Whether we're being invaded or maybe an invasion happened somewhere else or dynamics happen on other planets. But movies seem to cover all of this information. And have you ever stopped for a second and thought, I wonder why? I mean, did you really think that movies were made for your entertainment? For you to sit down in your home with maybe some snacks and a popcorn and a soda and for your pleasure and your, your enjoyment? Did you really think that's why they got together and, and put this movie out? No. They put this movie up because they understand the spiritual and energetic laws. You cannot conceal information because information is always formed. We are the information. So think about it. Most people will say, oh, well, they won't tell you that. Well, in all actuality, they are telling you. The thing is, is that they are choosing to tell you this information through a movie, understanding and knowing that most of you, are going to perceive this movie as, oh, it's just entertainment. It's not real. And look, they've thrown all of this powerful 
information in this movie and it went over your head because why? You think, well, it's just it's just entertainment. It's not real. And they're looking at you. And yes, they are laughing. And so then they're like, well, you can't say that we haven't told you. We have told you. Have you seen any of the movies that we've put out? Be like, yeah, I watch movies all the time. Okay. And what was your take on it? Well, it's just entertainment. It's not real. Well, that's not our fault. That's yours. And guess what? They're right. That is your fault. Because seriously, take a moment, step back for a second. Put everything on pause for a second. Why do we have things such as movies? Why? What is the real purpose of a movie? Let's get beyond the entertainment. We have a movie because of what? A movie benefits us in what kind of way? Think about it. Okay, let's say it's for entertainment. You watched a movie, you enjoyed it, you liked it. Oh man, I love that movie. That was really good. And then you go on with your life. So basically, you still go to work. You still have a wife. You still have your kids you got to take care of. You still got to pay bills. You still got to pay your car note. You still got to pay your house mortgage. You still got to eat. You still got to drink. Okay. So that movie benefited your life in what way? If it was only just for entertainment. Because guess what? If it was just for entertainment, guess what? You have some people, they're not into movies. They never watch movies. Oh, have you seen this movie? No, I've never seen it. Have you seen any movies? No, I'm not into movies. So the aspect of enjoyment or entertainment from a movie is of no benefit to them because they're not into movies. So then you have to get beyond the entertainment. Oh, this is entertainment for me. No, it's not. This is information. Especially movies like uh, The Matrix, like the new Matrix and the, the very first Matrix that they put out. Have you ever thought about the information that they are sharing in that movie? And for those of you who have not seen the new Matrix and you have not seen the very first Matrix, I recommend that you go and see it right now. Even if you have to put this podcast on pause, go watch that movie and then come back here. Go watch the new Matrix and go watch the very first Matrix. And if you want to, yes, you can watch the rest of them. But for the most part, watch the very first Matrix and watch the new Matrix that they just put out. Watch those two. Okay. They have made movies about all sorts of information, about all sorts of events, about all sorts of things and beings and things going on. And you think, well, these movies are just for entertainment. No, they are not. It's information. When you read the Bible, when a person reads the Bible, for the most part, a person is reading the Bible to gain some kind of insight, to get inspired, to find answers to a problem, for God to guide them, to get help or aid from the angels or God, okay? To have a better understanding of why your life is the way it is and how you can change it, make it better. Am I right or wrong? That's why the average person that does read the Bible, that's their reason for reading it. That's their reason for going to church and having a preacher or a priest provide a sermon for them that's coming straight from the Bible so they can, they can understand how to maneuver better in their life. Or if you will, for most people, how they can be of a better service or a servant to God. Am I right or wrong? Okay. Same thing with these movies. These movies are providing you with information 
to aid you on your journey so you so that you can have a better understanding of who you are, what you are, where you've come from, the extent of your powers, what you can actually do, where you can go, who you can become, everything. Possible things that could happen, things that have already happened, things that are going to happen. Okay? So movies are your modern day sophisticated, up-to-date, enhanced version of the Bible. So don't watch these movies for entertainment purposes, even for a comedy movie. Now, some people might say, okay, well, what's the lesson to learn in a comedy movie? You'd be surprised. You would be surprised of the type of information that you can find in comedy movies, in suspense movies, in action movies documentaries you'll be surprised drama movies sci-fi movies horror movies you'll be surprised the information you will come across you'll be like oh my goodness really think about it i'll give you an example now some of you may be aware of this some of you may not have you ever noticed when it comes to demonic possession movies have you ever noticed this now, it may be a little bit different now because I haven't seen every single demonic possession movies, but most of them I have seen. And most of the demonic possession movies I've seen, guess what? The people were always white. And the priest that had the ability or the power to cast out the demon, the demon was either white and a priest. OK, so they were white and they were priests, but not only were they a priest, they were a Catholic priest. How many think about this? How many demonic possession movies have you seen? And the and the priest, if you will, was from a Christian faith. From a Buddha faith, from, uh, I don't know, whatever kind of faith, but it wasn't anything that wasn't Catholic. How many how many priests have you seen cast out demons that are, that were from a Christian faith? Think about it. Had a Christian a Christianity background. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Now, some of the wordplay may be a little bit the same, some a little bit different. Like I said, but the only difference is, is that in these demonic possession movies, the priest was always white and his faith was Catholic. And the person who had the demon within them, they were always white. Now, have you thought about this? Have you seen this? Like, but like I said, I haven't seen every single demonic possession movie. It may be a little bit different now. They may have changed it up. Maybe maybe they have. Maybe they haven't. But even to this day, the priest is always white and their faith is always Catholic. And it seems to be, it appears to be that in order for this demon to be cast out of this person, well, this priest has to be Catholic and he has to be white. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm now. I don't do the racist thing. I don't do the oh, damn the white people. I don't do that. I'm not into all of that nonsense. All I'm saying is just an observation. And I'm basically saying, hey, pay attention to the information that they are displaying to you in these movies. And the demonic possession is one of them. OK, now I've seen movies like uh, Paranormal uh, Activity where. You know, uh, basically, they had these spirits running around. But basically, here's the thing. Most people understand that based on movies, based on the information coming from a movie, most people understand that 
Well, spiritual communication is bad. And that if you are talking to a spirit and you are not talking to God, you are basically talking to a demon or the devil or evil spirits. And that is wrong. Now, think about this. There's a reason why they are portraying the information that spiritual communication is bad because they don't want you to communicate spiritually. Have you ever noticed this? That's why they make these demonic possession movies that appear to be that if you are talking to a spirit that isn't God, oh, it's bad, it's demonic, it's devilish, it's hellish, and you shouldn't do that. You should only talk to God. And if you just so happen to get a demon inside of you, you have to be white. And the person that can only remove the demon, they have to be a white Catholic priest. But here's the thing. There is no such thing as demonic possession. Because when you think about it, we are the demon. We are the priest. We are everything. So what are you going to do? You're going to cast yourself out of yourself? Think about it. You can't separate energy. You can't destroy energy. We are one and the same. Everything you see and everyone you see is just literally an extension of us. So think about it. You're going to cast a demon out of yourself. You're going to perform a, a what do they call it? Um, not a ritual. What do they call it? A, uh, I forget the process in which they call how you extract a demon from the person, so to speak. I can't think of the word right now, but basically you're going to do that process on yourself. Do you understand? So now you have some people that will say, yes, actually demon possession. It is real. I've known people that were possessed by demons. Were they really? Think about it. Were they really? We are spiritual beings. We are spiritual beings that are in full control of what appears to be these physical, tangible beings that we call human. We control this. We're the spirit. So when you hear of the aliens from another planet, when you hear of the AI, the artificial intelligence, when you hear of the angels and the higher consciousness and the ancestors and, and the ascent, that's who we are. The guardian angels and your, 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 uh, your spirit guides. That's what we are. We're everything. We are all extensions of the one which is God. So again, for those of you that read the Bible, these movies are your modern day, up-to-date version of the Bible. Because they're telling you what? Stories. Think about it. A Bible has what inside of it? Stories and information. Movies have what inside of it? Stories and information. Movies tell you of Things that have already happened, things that are going to happen, things that have always been happening. Same thing with the Bible. You read stories out of the Bible of things that happened, things that are going to happen, things that could happen. Same thing. But there's nothing new under the sun. So there is no idea that hasn't already been thought about. There is no action that has, has, that has not already been taken. There's nothing that has, there is nothing that can be done that hasn't already been done. There is no new information. There is no new beings. There is no new anything. 
because there's nothing new under the sun. When you think about past lives or when you think about people that lived maybe back in the 1800s, the 1900s. When you think of people like uh, William Lynch, Hitler, Noah, Moses, maybe even Jesus. Okay. And for some of you, maybe Elon Musk or Martin Luther King or Malcolm X or uh, Christopher Columbus. Or uh, what's his name? Um, what's the guy's name? Gosh, I can't think of his name. What's his name? The The genius. Maybe uh, uh, Nikola, Tesla, Nikola Tesla. Him, maybe him. Or even um, Einstein. Now think of it like this. Honestly, think of this. Stop for a moment. I want you to think about this. Now, people in today's society, pretty much for the most part, perceive these people as icons. These were the great forefathers or great people that were at a time in our world, very powerful, very smart, very intelligent, that knew things and did some very powerful things. But have you ever thought for a moment? In a past life, you were Einstein. In a past life, you were Martin Luther King. In a past life, you were Elon Musk. In a past life, you were, let's say, William Lynch. Okay. In a past life, you were this, whoever they were. In a past life, maybe you were George Washington. Maybe in a past life, you were uh, Bill Clinton. Maybe in a past life, you were the Princess of England or whatever the case. Princess Diana, you, you never know. Because let me ask you this question. Unless you can honestly, unless you can honestly and confidently and accurately recall every single past life you've had, you really don't know. So for those of you that, let's say, let's, let's talk about this really quick. For some of you black people, okay? Let's say in today's society, 2022, you have been prejudiced against, you have been discriminated against, and people have been racist towards you, okay? Well, how do you know that in a past life, you were the white person? And you distributed the racism, the prejudice, the hate. How do you know that? Think about it. It's, it's something to really think about. Because is it possible to switch roles? Absolutely. Because here's the thing. And I'm sure maybe some of you are aware of this. Maybe some, not all of you, but I'm sure some of you are aware of that. Well, you pick your parents. You pick your life. Your life... Your life down here, so to speak, wasn't by accident. It was perfectly orchestrated. You picked your friends, your teachers. Okay, when we get down there, you're going to be the person that's going to bully me in junior high school. You're going to be my wife after I, after I graduate from college. And then when I, after you're going to be my wife maybe for maybe 10 years, and then I'm going to divorce you, and then you're going to be my new wife that's going to come into the picture. You're going to be the person that hires me at this big multi-million dollar company. You're going to be the asshole that works at Starbucks that always treats me like shit and has something stupid to say to me. You're going to be my son. You're going to be my daughter. Okay. And you over there, when, when, this, when, when this person grows up, you're going to be their grandfather or you're going to be their auntie or whatever. Oh, yeah. You pick everything. Nothing is by accident. Now, think about this. Okay. Now, you're going to be the person that's going to kill me when I'm walking down that dark alley. One night, you're going to be the person that kills me, that, 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 that strangles me. 
You're going to be the person that hits me with your car and then I die. Okay. You, I'm going to be the black person and you're going to be the white person and you're going to beat me beyond recognition. Okay. And then we're going to switch roles and then I'm going to be the white person and then you're going to be the black person. And then, okay. And then you're going to be the one that's going to rape me. I'm going to go to this club and you're going to rape me. You're going to be my rapist. Okay. And then we're going to switch lives. And now I'm going to, I'm going to be the rapist and you're going to be the girl that I rape. Oh yeah. You switch roles. Oh yeah. So like I said, unless you can honestly and accurately and confidently recall every single past life that you've had, how do you know? Don't be so quick to judge. Don't be so quick to knock something down and to reject something and say, oh, that's not true. It doesn't go that way. How do you know? Do you know who you were in a past life? What if you were Hitler in a past life? And you did some horrible things to people. Think about it. Here's the thing. Here's something to be very mindful of. Now, think about this. Let's say in 2022, maybe you have a scar on the right side of your arm. And they say, hey, man, how did you get that? Like, ah, I'm not really sure. I was kind of born with it. You know, my parents told me about it, but I'm not really sure. They, you know, I think it's maybe like a birth defect or like a, a birthmark or something like that. But I'm not really sure. Oh, OK. But not realizing that in a past life. The way you got that scar or that mark, so to speak, is you did something particular to get that particular scar or mark. Think about it. And then I want you to think about your life itself. Think of the things you're into. Why are you into that? Some people are really into sports. Why are you so heavily uh, devoted to sports? Why are you so into sports? Were you maybe Michael Jordan in a past life? Seriously, think about it. You could have been Michael Jordan in a past life. But see, most people say, well, Michael Jordan's still alive. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can switch roles while people are, so to speak, still alive. But guess what? We don't die in the first place. So that would be completely irrelevant. Or you think about some people that were, you know, they were automatically just dedicated. I'm going to the military. Were you a soldier in a past life? Think about it. Why are you so diehard to go into the military and be a soldier and fight and do this and do that? Were you a, a soldier in a past life? And then we talk about gay people. Let's have a better understanding of gay people. Now, the question was asked, is it possible to be born gay? Are we born gay? First of all, we're not born. That's first. We were never born. We were created. But let me say this. In a past life, you could have been a woman. Okay. And so because you were a woman in the past life, you held on so strong, so tightly to the essence of being a woman. You loved so much that you were a woman that when you came back in a different life, you were a man. And so now, now that you are a man in a man's body, you still are holding on tightly to that woman's essence. So because you're a man, most people would think you would crave a woman because you're a man. But no, here you are a man and you are craving another man. Why? Because that feminine energy it's still so dominant within you. It's still so ever present there within you. And here you are utilizing the character of a man, so to speak, and you're craving another man.
Now, let me say this. Is that a bad thing? No. Is it bad or horrible to be gay? No. And honestly, all of this hatred towards gay people, you need to stop that. Because honestly, how do you know that in the past life you wasn't gay? And yet here you are displaying all this hatred and all this nonsense towards gay people. You, what if you, how do you know that you wasn't a gay man in the past life? How do you know that? You don't know, do you? And for those of you that say, for those of you men that are, well, I'm too macho and I'm too strong and I'm too much of a man's man and, and I don't do that and, and I'm tough and I'm bad and I whoop everybody ass. Okay, that might be the case. But I guarantee you, as a matter of fact, I don't have to guarantee you. What you need to understand is that in the past life, you were a woman. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't care how much of a man's man you think you are now in a past life. You were a woman. Yes, indeed, you were. And so when you understand that's what that now here now, since we're talking about this. You all should watch the movie called Infinite. And I believe it's with uh, Mark Wahlberg and a few other stars in there. You need to watch that movie. That's information that they're telling you about past lives. Because I remember one thing they said is that is this. If you can remember who you are, then you know that then you then you can understand what you can become. Think about it. If you can remember who you are. Then you can have a better understanding of what you can become, which means that you can become anything. And if you notice in the movie Infinite, Mark Warburg had past multiple past lives and he knew how to do certain things. Why? Because he was able to somehow recall his past lives and display the powers and the gifts and the abilities that he had in a past life and displayed it in that time. And guess what? Whether you believe it or not, that's exactly what we're doing today. You may be into something particular. You may be doing something, not realizing that you, you, the very thing that you're doing or the very information that you are aware of, you're pulling that from a past life that you used to be in. The bottom line, people, that I'm trying to get you to understand is that you are extremely freaking powerful. You are so powerful. It's actually sick. It's ridiculous of how powerful you actually are. And I wish that more of you actually knew it. I wish that more of you were receptive to your own powers because believe it or not, whether you realize it or not, you actually are utilizing your power every single day, even if it's for something negative. If you're homeless and living on the street or you're living from paycheck to paycheck, you are the very reason why your life is the way it is. No one else has any type of control on how you dictate and create your life. In other words, to say nobody has no control on how you decide you want to live your life. If you believe poorly about yourself, you're going to live a poor life. If you believe in poverty, you're going to live a life of poverty. If you believe awesome and powerful and greatness about your life, you're going to live a spectacular life. If you believe that everything is yours and you live good and you have everything, that's exactly what you are going to have and experience. If you believe less than that, that's what you're going to have. If you believe your life is mediocre, that's a mediocre life is what you are going to have. So nothing is brought on through an external force. Everything is all on you. Regardless of whatever it is, 
you are always the dictator and the, the, and the controller of your own reality, your own life. You say what's what. Because think about this. In order for a bully to continue to bully you, you have to be okay and allow the bully to, to bully you. Think about it. The bully can only bully you if you allow them to continue to bully you. But if you stand up for yourself and you rearrange their face, then they can't bully you no more. Because the bully, if you think about it, the bully knows who he can bully and who he can't bully. See, I'm going to go bully him over there because he's going to let me do it. He ain't going to do nothing about it. Well, what about him over there? Nah, I'm not going to mess with him because he man, he'll beat my ass. Hell no, nah, I, ain't, I ain't messing with him. I ain't going to, I ain't going to, nah, I'm not going to bully him. Hell no, nah, but I'll bully him because he'll let me do it. Him over there, he ain't going to let me do that. He'll rearrange my face and put me in a hospital. Hell no, nah, I ain't going over there, but I'll go mess with him. You see that? The bully knows who they can fuck with and who they can't fuck with. So therefore, don't allow the bully to bully you. Stand up and rearrange their face and put them in the hospital. Now that may sound bad, but I'm speaking metaf I'm speak I'm speaking metaphorically, if you will. Your life is your own. You have the power and the control to do anything you like. You can be anyone you want. You can have anything you want. Why? Because you are extremely powerful. God created you. The most powerful, the most amazing, the all knowing, the all everything created you. Where the hell do you think you came from? Earth? No. God created you. The only and most powerful being in the universe created you. So what does that make you extremely powerful? Godlike. You have godlike abilities and you don't even know it. You have all these powers and you don't even you're not. Well, I'm going to say you're not using them. You actually are using them, but you're not aware fully of how to use your powers, even though, yes, nonetheless, you are using your power. Like I said, even if it's for something negative, you are using your power. We're, we're powerful, bottom line. And so if you want to become something, see yourself as already being that. Visualize it. Know that's what you are. Live your life based on what you already know. Live your life as if that's what I already am. Declare it. Live it. Be it. Become it. Speak from it. Live from it. Don't just talk about it. Be it. Do you understand? You are extremely powerful. And if you don't believe me, then go do the research for yourself. Go out there and find out for yourself. And watch the magic unfold right before you. Good day.